You are listening to Clarissa Explains It All from Adagio Fit, where we focus on topics of nutrition, exercise, and mental health to help gracefully train your body and mind so you can reach optimal health and happiness and live a life you love. This is podcast number 22, Intentional Living by Planning. Hey friends, I'm so excited that you guys came to join me today. I love that you're joining me because it means you're getting something out of this podcast. Um, I want to put a plug in there really quick. If you live in the Utah Valley area or like South Salt Lake County, um, I would love for you to come to one of my classes that I teach. I post my schedule on Instagram every week and I would love to see you. Come introduce yourself to me. And um, like I said, I want to meet you and I want to sweat with you and help teach you. And um, most of the places that I teach, the first class is always free, which is just a spectacular opportunity for you to get out and experience some movement. Second, please leave me a review on iTunes. As always, I'm here for you, and I would love to know what you think about this podcast, if it is helping you, if it isn't, what you love about it. And on top of this review, please share this podcast with your friends and family. These podcasts are here to help you and others on your journeys to educate you and give you little bits of wisdom to apply in your life in small and simple ways to then make big lasting changes. All right, today we're talking about intentional planning. If you fail to plan, plan to fail. Um, <clears throat> all successful companies have like a mission statement. And I think when we talk about our life, we also need to have a mission statement. So why do companies have a mission statement? Because it gives them direction and purpose to their smaller actions in order to reach their mission. It allows them to hone in the choices that they make as a company. In my company, my mission is empowering women to reach optimal health in mind and body by educating, coaching, and training in exercise, nutrition, and mental health to then go forth, take action, attain goals, and serve others as their best selves. Um, in this podcast, we're going to be talking from an up-down perspective in organization of planning. So this is the biggest one. Um, speaking of companies' mission statements, the first one that I want to talk to you about is Kickstarter. They're mission statement is to help bring creative projects to life. Google's mission statement is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful, which hello, isn't it? In uh, Walmart's mission statement, we save people money so they can live better. The American Red Cross to prevent and alleviate human suffering in the face of emergencies by mobilizing the power of volunteers and the generosity of donors. Facebook's mission to give people the power to share and make the world more open and connected. Can you guys see like these mission statements working? Yes, absolutely. And these mission statements were made before the companies were actually built. And you can see that the direction that these businesses have gone are in line with their mission statements. So with us as people, wouldn't we benefit from a personal, a personal mission statement? Creating a personal mission statement focuses uh, forces us to have clarity, focus. It helps us to define a purpose, 
and serves as the foundation to life goals. It also helps you identify the underlying that you make and behaviors and what truly motivates you to want to make change. Um, Stephen Covey, who is the author of The ha Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said about mission statements is that they are about defining the personal, moral, and ethical guidelines within, within which you can most happily express and fulfill yourself. So here's some um, guidelines in creating your own personal mission statement. Really look at the lives of others and the think about your ideal self and how your ideal self would act. What goals do you want to accomplish or what do you want to be known for when you are gone? And consider your strengths and your personal goals. So those are all areas. Looking at the lives of others, thinking about the ideal self and how you would act. What goals do you want to accomplish and what do you want to be known for when you are gone? And consider using your strengths and your personal goals is also important within creating a personal mission statement. So that's the mission statement put together. You can then make goals. And we're going to start at looking at goals in a year focus. Okay. So when we look at goals for a year, these are bigger, massive goals. Um, grab a piece of paper and write anything and everything down that you want to accomplish. After you have done that, really look at that list and pick ones that you want to accomplish this year or ones that fulfill your mission statement. Think about um, different seasons in life, like sometimes um, things are not, it's not the right season for you to accomplish that goal because when we talk about seasons, a lot of us really focus on our kids. Like it might be that we still have kids at home, so we don't want to go get a full-time job or don't want to start a company with kids at home. So really look at your season. It's going to be different for everybody. Then there are, there are quite a few areas that you can look at to place these goals. So these areas are the following. Relationships, spiritual family, career, health and wellness, financial, education, recreation, charitable, adventure, travel, romance, mental, and things to purchase like uh, monetary things, okay? So you can put your goals into um, all of those areas, but as you write your goals down, there's a hitch. You need to write your goals as if it were already one year from the day you're writing those goals and you have already accomplished them. For example, if I want to coach 500 women this coming year, I would write in my goals, I coached 500 women this past year. And we'll get to the explanation of why that's so important to put it in present tense, like it's already happened. Um, or if I want to lose weight this year, I could write, I lost 30 pounds this year, or I went from 25% to 15% body fat this year. Like it already happened. When we write them in present tense, we are not only making these goals more real for us, but then we allow our brains to do what they are best at doing, and that is problem solving. And it allows our brain to break things down 
and figure out how we accomplished that goal. So that brings us to the next section, which is a monthly goal. Now there are 12 months in a year, so you can take your big yearly goal and when you say, I lost 30 pounds, you say, well, how did you do that? And our brain instantly goes, well, I exercised, I got myself a personal trainer, I ate only a certain amount of calories, I learned about and ate within macros, those were those are four or five things that you instantly know you need to put on your monthly goals for the year. You broke down those bigger goals because you already accomplished them. You knew all the steps that you took because your brain's so amazing. So pulling from the coaching example, I could say I offered group coaching every month. Remember, my goal was I coached 500 women this year. And that could mean that I coached 42 women every month, or I could say I did two seminars over the year and each one had 250 women in them, or I, um, I podcasted every week for the year and didn't miss one week. Okay, right? Or I could say I talked to everyone about what I am doing and they referred me to clients. Those are all things that I did in order to reach my goal of 500 people. And therefore, those are all goals that I can use for the month. So can you see then that, that those would follow my yearly goals and my mission because they are within coaching, right? I can know what I might want to choose is my monthly goal because our brain breaks that down. And it's so awesome that it does. So I do this at the end of every month I look to the next month coming where my planner has a new tab for the month and there's a month overview page like with all 30 to 31 days of the month. On the side there's a little bit of space and I will write my monthly goals of how I accomplished my yearly goals on the side, right? So this month it might be that I need to coach 42 women or this month it might be that I did um, more free classes um, to help get myself that to reach that 500 number. Now I didn't say that was 500 paying clients. I just said that was 500 clients. Um, so I look at my monthly goals by breaking down my yearly goals in those categories that I mentioned about relationships and family and travel and romance and all that. Um, I have a goal for every single one every single month. Sometimes they're really small ones and sometimes they're bigger ones. The next one is taking my month goals and breaking them down into my weekly goals. So every Saturday or Sunday, I have a planning meeting with myself. I look over my monthly goals and see if I have accomplished them enough to feel satisfied with them or if I need to do more work on them. And then I fill in, in my schedule for the week, I schedule in all my fixed plans, anything that was already on the schedule, anything I already said yes to. And then I write down on another piece of paper all the other things that I need to accomplish for the week. And I use my month goals. Again, they were written in present tense as if I already accomplished them. And I make my weekly goals or the steps that I need to accomplish every day that week in order to reach uh, my month goal. Okay. So like um, I need to record a podcast for the week. That is part of me counting five, helping 500 women, depending on how many people listen to my podcast. And so I know that I need to do a podcast. So that goes into like my variable things that I need to do. And then I put it on my schedule for the week. 
then I also, every single night, since I figured out when I want to do things, like on Wednesdays I do laundry, but it doesn't matter at what time on Wednesday I do laundry. While I'm doing my weekly goals, I just know that I need to get my laundry done. So on my daily goals, every night I look over the next day and I take what I didn't get done from the day, the day that I'm on and I put them over to the next day and then I time block um, one to two hour blocks throughout my whole entire day. I block time for when my girls get home from school to be present with them. I block time to make my podcast, which is every Tuesday. I block time for my fitness classes, for travel time, for grocery shopping, for coaching, for check-ins. It sounds really overwhelming, but blocking time is the most amazing thing for me. And it usually every single day or at least every other day, I block in an hour for to-dos. For example, like phone calls, so posting on social media, vacuuming, because it, the, all the to-dos are things I can do in less than five minutes. I give myself an hour to just knock out a whole ton of little things that I need to get done. And I love that idea. Instead of trying to, or instead of being unfocused, I'm really focused in on I have this hour to do these eight, eight to ten things, right? So all of these things vary every day. There are lots of times when I need to block in sleep, a nap. There are lots of times that I don't follow my blocking at all because my day goes awry because circumstances happen, right? And, um, but I do know what I, what I need to get done and what is essential for my success of the day and what is like what I say is fixed versus variable, right? If I find myself distracted, like on social media, like if I find myself scrolling through during a blocked hour that I'm supposed to be working, I will ask myself if what I'm doing will lead to my success for the day or will lead to reaching my goals for the month. And normally it isn't. And that gives me the feelings and thoughts of, okay, I need to get back on track and I go take action on the things that matter most. So I also need to make sure and let you know that sometimes I block out so much that I get burnt out. And so you need to be cognizant and aware that we need to block out time to just be and experience and be present and not always be moving forward um, to not necessarily being lazy, but just giving ourselves a break so that we can have um, motivation to move forward. I like to use this in um, my fitness classes when I'm doing weights that we take breaks during sets to let our muscles rest so we have power for the next set coming. If we were just to continue, we would be moving into an endurance and then we would get burnt out and not be able to complete the workouts. So we take rest to let our muscles build up, re-energize and build up to push for more the next round. As you do these yearly goals, these monthly goals, weekly goals, and daily planning and getting daily goals done, you are really being intentional with your schedule. And what happens when we do this is it puts us on a track to be, to feel happy. Um, we are being proactive and not being a victim of the to-dos for the day. And, um, we also, when we block out time, we are allowing ourselves freedom. We are blocking out freedom, which means that as we get those things done, we will be able to have time in order to 
go on vacation versus letting our schedule run us and say, I can't take off work because I have too much to do. If you get all of those, if you intentionally plan, you can get all of those things done and then you can go on vacation and not have to worry about any of those things, okay? Another thing to remember is to say many no's and give a few thoughtful yeses. We tend to do that the other way around. We tend to say yes to everything and say no to only a couple of things, but we need to really flip that and say no to a lot of things and not be worried about what other people think about us and say yes to the things that matter most within our goals and our mission, okay? Also remember, service is never convenient and that you have the power to create the most amazing life by taking control and acting accordingly to your mission statement. In my group coaching session right now, we are working on goals for an, our eight weeks together. And then all of my clients have weekly goals that they choose to work on for those eight weeks. And I'm always inspired by the goals of my clients and how we are also different, but everybody, I'm learning that everybody has an innate, de innate desire to be better and to do better. And that that some progression is like this eternal truth that everybody wants to work towards. You know, if you want help and support in goal setting, um, check out one of our programs. We have a lot of group and individual coachings. We have, um, stuff to just better only mind, only body, um, or both together. Um, I have another eight-week group coaching session that's coming up, so you can sign up for that also in um, our programs, which is adagiofit.com, A-D-A-G-I-O-F-I-T.com, adagiofit. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.